We sitting here, I supposed to be the franchise player, and we in here talking about practice. Not a game, not a game, not a game. We ain't talking about the game. What are we talking about? We're talking about practice, man. Knocked away by Cheeks and a steal. Cheeks will use up the clock. What's good, job, Town Tone? Back here with my man Cliffy Baby Two One Five, man. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, what's up, Tone? I can't complain, man. How are you? God is good, man. God is good, brother. I know that's right, man. Um, I was talking with Zeke last week, and we were just saying how it's definitely uh, unprecedented times right now, mm. man. Just uh, really hard to call, man. Hard to call. We do know that the COVID nineteen is here, aka the coronavirus. Uh, it's a respiratory infection. It's taking lives. Um, and we're all on quarantine. We're all on lockdown. We've all been confined to the house uh, for a, the better part of two months now. Um, so, that's going by fast, or it's moving. I feel like at yeah, least it's yeah. moving. I mean, I'm I'm hanging in there, man. Me and the fam is uh, hanging in there, holding it down. I was gonna ask you that. What's up with the baby, man? The How's baby the baby's? is good. The baby's chilling. Getting um, big. Yeah, he's getting real big, man. Nice, he's getting nice. real big. Uh, no sleeping. Yeah, absolutely. He sleeps through the night now. That's um, what it is. That's the move, brother. So it's good. But they say, like, after, like, they say that he, uh, I know, I had, I got a couple um, friends with kids my age. Around this time, they adopt a sleep pattern, but somewhere down the line, they forget it again. And you got to react. You got to uh, redo it. Re kids be yeah. on they, they be on their own time. Well, of course. Got to reacclimate them. Back to the real world. Don't work like that, little one. Sorry. Right. Um. But yeah, man. Uh, Uptown Tone, the four 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 podcast. Yo, it's been a minute. Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, yeah. Fucking. Uh, so we chilling, man. Um, we were able to muster up a, a, a little bit of uh, some basketball for Zeke. Uh, mm. Me and Zeke last week. Um, this week has been a while, so I want to get into some football talk, man. I know um, we've had the off season. There's been a lot of different moving and shaking around the league. And uh, last week, we just had uh, the 2020 NFL draft, the first virtual draft. A lot of things went down in the draft. Um, so let's just get our conversation started. First and foremost, I want to start with uh, errors and omissions. Last week, I got excited when I was just going through my phone while me and Zeke was on air. And I said that DeAndre Swift was uh, drafted by the Tampa Bay Bucks. That was false. Nah, that was erroneous. I was, looking at a, uh, I was looking at one of the draft boards for the second round. Cause it was the, okay. the second round hadn't even aired yet. We were uh, recording Friday morning or whatever, or Friday afternoon. Okay. The second round hadn't even, hadn't even aired. DeAndre Swift was actually drafted by the Detroit Lions. It's a good fit for the kids. It's a very man. good fit. Very good fit. So uh, once again, errors and omissions. That is Uptown Tone's fault. My apologies. <laughs> I do not like to give you guys erroneous information. Sometimes I fly off the handle in excitement. So. Those are my apologies right there. Hold up, nigga. Erroneous? That's like three or four syllables. <laughs> okay, okay. I had to count that shit out. It was like, erroneous. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Right, right, no right. doubt. Yeah. So let's get into it, man. Um, let's start with the first and foremost, uh, the NFL free agency. I know it was a lot of moves that uh, went down. One that I want to talk about in particular, um, just because I know it has spawned a lot of conversation, 
um, is the DeAndre Hopkins move. DeAndre Hopkins, uh, the last three to five seasons, could uh, there could be a very, very strong, almost unequivocal argument made that he is head honcho n- numero uno wide receiver in the league. Um, not only that, but the Texans have a very nice young core of players all around. They got one of the up-and-coming quarterbacks, one of the top five statistical quarterbacks in the league this year. Yes, sir. Yes, in Deshaun Watson. Um, I feel like uh, their defense wasn't that bad. J.J. Watt's still there. They still got the likes of... Um, did, did, no, Jadavion Clowney, he left there and went to San Francisco. He was, traded. He was traded to Seattle. He was traded to Seattle, yeah. But they have a, they have a nice defense, just a nice core. I believe they picked themselves a running back up in um, that... No, that's well. That's what that's what they got for uh, DeAndre. Let me uh, before I get David Johnson. They got David Johnson, right? Um, But uh, a lot of people looked at this move and were just flabbergasted. You know what I mean? They were just like, uh, "It doesn't make sense." Well, you got a team that's in the mix, in the thick of things, in the playoff Mm -hmm. race. You know what I mean? Might need to change one or two things. Mm -hmm. And the main thing that you boast, like I said, is a top five up and coming quarterback and arguably the number one receiver and you trade that number one receiver and the first question in a lot of folks minds naturally is why <laughs> it's why and when you get into the why's when you start to delve into the why's and you do a little bit of investigation of what's being said here or there it's nasty and it's like the nfl strikes again like again. <laughs> facts again but um Apparently, the head coach, when I don't, his name is not uh, coming to me right now. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Bill O'Brien. Yep. Apparently, Bill O'Brien has issue with DeAndre Hopkins and how he uh, carries himself around the facility. Um, Namely, one of the things that I saw was just that not even carries himself, but um, his relationships with with his family members. I think he said something that um, he has. I don't want to misquote this, but he has... uh, DeAndre Hopkins has multiple uh, child's mothers, correct? Yes. And from what I understand, they spend a lot of time around the facility, uh, just with him, uh, with his kids, so that they can mm-hmm. see him. You know, God mm-hmm. forbid, uh, I, father, I, father God forbid, I, I want my, my son's NFL father to be in his life and I'll go through anything, any kind of, uh, you know, I just said the same thing, Tom. I yeah. said, hey, wait a minute. The father actually is present with his children and has his children yeah. at his job. God forbid. Wow. Yeah, God Lord forbid. Destiny. Yeah, God Good. forbid. He makes millions of dollars. He has, you know, outside of his workout regimen and his training regimen, I, I imagine that he can, you know what I mean? The ways and means to provide yeah. and take care of them little ones. Accommodate. And this, mm-hmm. this looks like an accommodation that he's making, you know what I mean? Daddy's in mm-hmm. season, but that don't mean that daddy don't got time. And this is a, this is an issue for a football team. This is the reason why you think your football team is losing. This is the reason why you think your football team is not as successful as it could be. <laughs> I can go in on Bill O'Brien, brother. Let I know, me know you can. I mean, mm. I'm going, listen, I want you to go in on Bill O'Brien because, I mean, I'm, I'm coming at it, you know, me. From a straight, just human standpoint, and as a father, I'm a father. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm a father. I, I do have uh, 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 two sons with two different, um, two different mothers, mm-hmm. and that's something that I think that's that should be applauded. The simple fact that one that that that, that the relationship is amicable enough for them to even do that. You know what I'm saying? And that's the number one thing about this tone. Like it's not about personal feelings. Well, yeah. first and foremost, let's 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 backtrack and look up. The history of Bill O'Brien. Let's do that. Let's do that. So Bill O'Brien 
has started out as like an offensive lineman. He's moved around in college and the pro ranks. He finally got his call at Penn State. Mm-hmm. I want to say after this is before Matt Rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, before Matt Rule, he came in, got the pro, got Penn State. You know, back to being respectful again. Mm-hmm. But he snaked Penn State. Came in the locker room, told the kids, I'm not leaving to go to NFL. We're going to win out. I'm here for the long haul. Two days later, he signs as the Houston Texans uh, head coach. Is he the is he the Penn State coach um, after Sandusky and Paterno? Uh, yes. Definitely. I actually want to say yes. He's one, he's one or he's the exact coach after everything jumped off. Gotcha. He got out of there because he because he realized there was a death sentence coming for scholarships, no bowl games. So it's like, why am I going to stay here and kill my equity? I'm going to take the first thing smoking. And he was able to get in and finesse with Houston. I'm going to take it and roll. Right. And, if, and if you look at what Bill O'Brien's done there, he before he became the general manager, which is the biggest issue, that's the, that's the main issue, the crux of our conversation. He's the general manager. When he was just coaching players, and I forgot the GM, they drafted accordingly. The trades they wouldn't make seemed to be like uh, fair and right. balanced for both teams. But once he became GM, you can start to see things with him as far as Laramie Tunsil, uh, uh, A.J. Boyack, guys like that. He slowly started to remove players that other people drafted that he had issues, quote-unquote, issues with. I think that Bill O'Brien represents the old NFL, which is the good old boy network. Let's keep it funky. The old white man's network that you do you do what I say. Right. We're going to run a tight ship. We're going to do that. Like, look, this isn't the 90s. That's my era of football. Right. It's, a new, it's a new day, man. These kids, these kids don't play that shit. You know what I'm saying? I make too much money. I'm my own man. I have a whole family to take care of. Who are you to tell me how I should live my life and how I should live my life? I show up. I'm productive. Come on, man. And and the trade, the trade with, with D-Hop was frustrating because if you look at the trade, it doesn't make sense because if you think about the NFL, the NFL is a passing league. It's not a running league anymore. So you traded you traded my man, D-Hop. I forgot his name. Bus Hopkins. No, he has a nickname. I forgot. He said Tug, some shit like that. Okay. He's a dope-ass nickname. You traded him for an often injured David Johnson who has an inflated contract. He's a running back. You also have two other running backs there. The move doesn't make fucking sense. Right. So now, you, so now, what do they trade to get? They got Brandon Cooks, who's often injured and has mad concussions. Right. Uh, you got, what's my man? William Fuller, often mm-hmm. injured. Kenny Stills. It's, it's a decent wide receiving core, but DeAndre Hopkins is a game changer, like you said. If he's not 1A, he's 1AA next to Julio Jones. Gotcha. Period. Um, I think that Bill O'Brien is just, he he's the last bastion of the old NFL, and it's apparent. If you look at all the comments about how he runs things and people talk about him, he's not a good guy, and he also was aloof as a GM. I'm pretty sure me and you could have made that trade and made out, yo, it's the, it's the number one receiver in the NFL. If you look at what Minnesota got for Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs got Minnesota, what, a first and a third? Right. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins, I need two ones. Just keep me on the phone. Right. Do me, just to keep me on the phone. All right, so do me do me two favors. One, sure. if you got if you got the uh the earpiece with the microphone in your ear, pull it out because you peeked. It's already done. Time. My bad. You good? Yeah. And then All number right. two, go a little can you go a little bit more um in depth about the Laramie Tunzel situation? Because I just saw a um I actually just saw a video. I've been in a, mm-hmm. a YouTube rabbit hole and mm-hmm. watching a lot of stuff. Yeah, we can get into something else later on. I just thought about it. Um, I know I'm, that. I'm, I'm gonna bring it up. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been in the YouTube rabbit hole, and yesterday I actually came across a video. I didn't click on it, didn't watch, but it said uh, 
uh, Laramie Tunzel's draft day, draft night situation. Oh, the picture with I the ball? I don't know what happened, but I, I'm thinking there was some kind of scandal dealing with him on draft night that affected his draft stock because I think that he was supposed to go super duper stupid high and he, yeah. and he dropped him. So can you just speak to that? Just uh, for me, if, it, uh, if if nothing else, because I don't know. Like I said, I I, I, I just skimmed past that video yesterday and happened to see that. So when you no, said it, a light bulb went off in my head. No, you're good. From what I understand, I remember about that was mm -hmm. I want to say it had something to do with his stepfather. Mm -hmm. Believe it or not, his stepfather leaked that picture. He was able to get his phone, oh. and um, it was text messages too. So the gas mask, I, you know, first of all, you got to remember, Tone. We some old. I guess we getting oh, we're getting older, I brother. Remember now, I remember we get, now. We getting older. These yeah. young kids want to take pictures about everything Anything. and video right. everything that they fucking do. Right. Whereas me and you, if you ain't around, you didn't see it. Right. And I ain't telling you shit. Right. Uh, you know, he's a kid in college. You know, who you know who don't smoke weed, who don't drink. And there were and there were text messages about him and an AD or someone from Ole Miss about payments. Because he was getting paid while he was in college. Right. From what I understand, it was about his stepfather. His stepfather leaked everything to try to drop his draft status. So that way he wouldn't get a certain amount of money. Because what people don't realize about draft picks in the NFL, everything's slated now. Uh, not slated, I forgot the word. It's, uh, it's uh, fuck, not budgeted, but there's a, there's a name for it. So top ten, so the top three, they get like decent money. Back in the day, Is if you were number one pick. Prorated or... Uh Something? It's, it's something, something, something on those terms. It's not prorated, but it's capped out. Yeah, it's capped it. out. So, like the number one pick back in like Jamarcus Russell, Jamarcus Russell got seventy million dollars guaranteed. You know what I'm saying? Which is like unheard of. So now number one picks might get twenty five to thirty million, and then after from like five to ten, it goes down to like twenty and ten. So that's why it's important, and that's why these kids are focused on being drafted top ten picks because it's the guaranteed money. Laramie Tunsil was, and probably, well, let's talk about it now. Laramie Tunsil is probably a top three or top five tackle in the NFL. Right. Uh, his stepfather leaked the pictures to try to uh, worsen his draft uh, stock, which would hurt his money. I think there was something with the mother. It was, some, it was just some family shit. And because the kid made a pretty bad decision or immature decision, you know, it almost cost him. It almost cost him. But it didn't. Because Miami being Miami, they shipped him to Houston. And then Bill O'Brien being a fucking idiot, not understanding how to like leverage things <clears throat> and get people to sign extensions and just work, work certain, work certain angles and leverage, leverage, leverage everything. He didn't do it. Right. He right. didn't do it. Does that, does that answer your question? Yeah, it does. It does. Um, I, on a low, I want to say he lost and you can, I'm, I'm not going to quote this, but I'm pretty sure he lost between 10 to $15 million just because of that picture. He lost 10 or 15 guaranteed million dollars. That's a lot of chicken. That's an ass whipping. It's a whole lot of chicken. I don't give a fuck you, my stepfather, or not. It's going to be some furniture shaking. <laughs> Straight up. So Straight I think, up. And I think it was because um, he, uh, the stepdad was getting cut out the picture somehow, some way, I guess. Yeah, it was it was something with the mother. I think I think the stepfather, I don't want to say this because it's, it's a pretty grandiose uh, uh, claim to make. I want to say maybe he was abusive or he had like substance abuse issues and the mother started to take the proper steps to separate or to like distance herself. And then, you know, my, you know, my, my, my stepson, the kid I've been taking care of is about to be a top five pick. Oh, fuck this. Right. Nope. Let me see your phone, young boy. Right. And I guess the kid not being home and seeing anything, he screenshotted because the crazy part, I want to say the stop pop might be my age. Mm. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm 39. I keep forgetting, like, boom, this kid was 21, 22 at the time. These kids so, are definitely kids. Though, you know but. what I'm saying? So he might have been 22 or 23. Stuff pro- at that time is probably my age. So, he, you know, he knows how to use a cell phone. He knows how to screenshot. I'm going to forward this, email that. So when everything comes out, no, boom, I'm going to kill you. And it backfired. Yeah, man, that's craziness. So that's the... Uh that's no the DeAndre uh, Hopkins situation. Um, and how he should have jumped in that, I was pissed off. Again, I'm going to continue my disapproval of how he rose. I mean, I think I think you're going to have ample time <laughs> to sit, to sit back, aim, and really. I'm not even. I don't even think. I know. I know. We're going to get to them. You are mm-hmm. as we always do. We're going to get to them last. Mm-hmm. Um, so for right now. Um, I got a list up right now, so I'm just going to skim through it and just name some of these uh, these these big name uh, uh, free agency uh, acquisitions, and then you you can just stop me and give you you know your cliff notes. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. So yeah, uh, the Cardinals picked up DeAndre Hopkins in the trade. Um, Great move, Kyler Murray. Got a Falcons weapon, man. picked up Ty Gurley. The Falcons yeah. got Ty Gurley. Uh, I know that's a, um, for that money. We know this is. Uh, uh, for Ty Gurley, not even for him to, well, I guess for him to be in free agents talks, getting the contract so soon, none of us uh, probably foresaw that. Not the season that he had two years ago that got him the contract that he got. Um, he was just looking like that bell cow back. He was looking like a guy that you can get a ball to 30, not even 30 times because he catches it too. So you would probably mm-hmm. throw the ball to him about 10, 10 to 12 times and give it to him about 25 times on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Last year, we just didn't see any of that. In, like like we saw <coughs> glimpses, and I'm not I'm not even here to say that that was Ty Gurley's fault. I'm I'm probably more more on the side uh, error on the side that it wasn't his fault at all. Um, well, that's that's crazy. You bring that up. I had a conversation, so I do fantasy football just like you, Tom, um, and I'm in a certain text thread about that with Ty Gurley, and the issue with Ty Gurley that people the average person doesn't know he has a degenerative knee. He's had knee issues since college where I think it's bone on bone and no cartilage. And every year it gets worse and worse and worse. So with that being said, as far as like lateral movement, cuts, things of that nature, when you cut, you're feeling your bone scrape your bone. Todd, what's his name? Todd McVeigh. Todd McVeigh came out and said, hey, the reason why Todd Gurley doesn't look good Sean McVay, excuse me. Sean McVay came out and said the reason why a girl doesn't look good is because of me. I'm not using him the proper way. But what he, what actually the, the guy Sean McVay did was he knew about the name. So I'm not going to put this kid out here in the regular season. We just came off of a Super Bowl loss. If I can keep this kid healthy for the playoffs and I'll unleash him in the playoffs, then that's what I'll do. But the problem is the knee got worse in that contract. They gave him, I forgot the contract, but I want to say it was close to $70 million. Gurley might have got $30 million as a signing bonus, right? which is like unheard of for running backs. Signing running backs to anything more than like a three or four year deal is antiquated business now because, again, the NFL is a passing league. Um, I, I That move to Atlanta, I mean, cool story for Atlanta. It's still the Falcons. Mm-hmm. Offensive line's not that good. I don't think Todd Gurley finishes the year healthy. I'm not wishing it on the Pondy kid, but if you're looking at metrics and you're looking at like uh, the pie chart and like where people are tracking, he's tracking down to me. It's Come unfortunate. On, man. You gotta have more faith in that. Your favorite quarterback played for Atlanta. Yeah, you know, Maddie, Maddie, Maddie Life. <laughs> you know, that's my man. Pots and pans. You crazy. <laughs> I 
that man had all them. I'm going to always be critical of him because I know, that dude I know, used I so know. many weapons. But you've seen him. You've seen, you, 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 you've seen him since he was like 16, yo. Like, yeah. You, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Always had weapons. Prototypical. Don't don't get me going, man. Hey, know, hey, yo, it's early in the it's morning, and, and I'm sober this, too. This is a different clip you guys yeah, are hearing. I am sober. Rafi definitely got me. I mean, Cliffy definitely got me uh, recording at ten in the morning, man. Like, it's it's cool. creative, it's, bro. we good, we good. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's an interesting signing. I just think that for the money they spent for him, it's a decent deal for Ty Gurley. I don't think it's going to help the Atlanta. I actually think it might hurt them if they don't have a solid backup. Right, so as I'm as I'm going through, because I'm I'm going through, I got every team up here, but every team mm-hmm. didn't make a big splash. I didn't mm-hmm. even know the uh, the the Ravens signed Kalias Campbell. I didn't see that. I yeah, didn't I thought they traded for him a fifth round pick or fourth round pick. Oh yeah, trade. My bad. Acquired yeah. a trade with Jack Jaguars. Yep, that's a big yo. Kalias is like one of them dudes. Big he don't, he, and he don't get old for some reason. Like he just. Well, I think he's. I think his uh, workouts. I don't know, he, but he's like he's like one of them dudes that don't get old. You near a wind chime, yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. I got my windows open. It's no, nice it's outside, man. It's, man, it's nice. I, I actually like the ambiance, man. Listen, <laughs> the, the audience is going is going to appreciate it, man. We all been in the house. We need as much outside. Let the wind chimes go, man. I'm just. I was just asking, making sure like it wasn't. It wasn't my ears ringing because I was up so early. Not up, not uh, so early, but. <laughs> I got the windows open, brother. It's, it's still decent for a rain. No, I'm loving it, man. I'm loving it, dog. No, you good. I just wanted to know because uh, outside is, is definitely missed by everybody. I'm sure. <laughs> Um, but moving right along, uh, I definitely like that pickup for the Ravens too. Kalias mm-hmm. Campbell definitely mm-hmm. uh, reliable. Um, they team. don't repeat either. Yeah, not I'm not a lot of kid Lamar Jackson, but like I've always said, the NFL literally is a copycat league. Right. The NFL is a heavily, heavily competitive league. Right. If you don't think those defensive coordinators aren't didn't figure out what this kid can't do, like I called in the playoffs, they're going to run, they're going to roll in the regular season. But when those lights get bright and those coordinators figure out what you can't do. It's going to be amplified. So if, if Lamar can replicate this, what he did last year, this year, he's a bad motherfucker. I think he, I think he finishes healthy, not the Madden curse, nothing like that. But he's not going to have that level of success that he had this year. It's unfortunate, but you know, right, right. Uh, moving right along, the Buffalo Bills acquired Stephon Diggs in the trade with the Vikings. Fucking idiots. <laughs> and uh and they also scooped up uh Josh Norman on a on a one year deal. I thought that that's a good pickup. Yeah. I mean I think I think more so on the veteran side of things for production for Josh Norman right now. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. I don't think I don't think he's as shut down as he was in his prime. Uh but I do think that he is that one serviceable and two, he's knowledgeable. Well so that's the big right. Yeah. That's the biggest thing. In the yeah. locker room inside of like uh uh position inside of position rooms he can give more insight he's been around the league so he understands the AFC or excuse me he understands the NFC you know different terminologies things of that nature I I was kind of intrigued with him I wanted the Eagles to do a flyer like a one year deal with him and just say okay look we'll take whatever we can get from you right you know what I'm saying I think that was a good pickup they already had Buffalo had a pretty decent defense they had a legit defense so yeah, I don't think it hurts them I was rolling with Buffalo defense uh, a lot in fantasy mm-hmm. this this year, off and on. Josh Allen gets a weapon, the big the big uh, mobile quarterback from uh, what the fuck's he from Montana? Mm-hmm. Some shit. He gets another weapon. Stephon Diggs, I love Stephon Diggs, and I, I I hate to use the word hype because that kid defies it every year. However, uh, I will be a little critical now. Uh, Stephon Diggs 
it's going to be a little harder for him, I think, because he doesn't have Adam Thielen. There's no Kyle Rudolph. There's no Dalvin Cook. You have to remember with certain offenses, I understand you bring something to the table, but it's a collective. And say what you want, Adam Thielen is a pretty, pretty decent receiver, a very consistent receiver. So I don't even know who the wide receivers up in Buffalo are, and that's a shame. I should, John but Brown, I don't. Cole Beasley, they all little, little short guys. They all little like that. So it's it, I, I, it's going to be nice to watch Stephon Diggs on his own as the number one and see if he can produce or replicate the numbers in Minnesota. It's going to be pretty dope to me. Right, and in um, Minnesota got a haul for him. They got a haul. They got multiple picks. Bill O'Brien. That's how you GM and make deals. Minnesota has shown and proven that they can stay afloat as a franchise in that in that playoff race. In that, you know what I mean. Sean McDermott, Delco's finest, (laughs) at the least bit. Um, what else we got here? We got uh. Looking at the Man. Bengals, the Browns, not really any significant pickups over yeah. here, right? Uh, I'm waiting for you to get. To, I'm waiting for you to get to the goat talk. Right, we got the Cowboys rolling, but the uh, just to talk about the Cowboys, you know, we always got to talk about the Cowboys. The big, the big uh, conversation over there, of course, uh, is that um, they put Did the franchise tag thing. They, they gave mm-hmm. Amari Cooper a hundred mil for five years. That's number one, sixty I, mil guaranteed. I, th- I think that was the... Mm, all right, so I'm objective here. Me and Tone are always on the same type of vibe. It's the whole, if you're not the Eagles, fuck you. If you don't represent Philly, it's fuck you. Basically. But, well, we can talk objectively because we are we do we, we do have sports minds. So. Right. Objectively, I think that was the right deal from Mari Cooper. Uh, there was actually talks of us swooping in and giving him the contract. And I was like, yo, I do not want to give him $100 million. Do not give Amari Cooper that much money. Please. Do not. Uh, just because of the injury history with him, the guy misses games. Uh, he has lapses in games where he has the drops or right. the ips almost. Um, but I think it's a good move for the Cowboys. It's a good move for the Cowboys. The Dak Prescott thing, I read somewhere that they actually offered him the richest contract in NFL history, and the kid turned it down because he wanted $45 million a year. I mean, I'm not mad if you, Dak, get that bad, but if... if <clears throat> You know how you know how franchises are. They'll leak stories to play up to play on the public's mind right. to say, "Hey, we offered him thirty-seven million a year. He turned it down." So, so um, average Joe or Joe Schmo that makes fifty thousand dollars a year can look at that and say, "What a fucking asshole! What an idiot!" Right. That yeah, I get it. Thirty-three million, but if they offered you anything close to what the top five quarterbacks are making, you take that. You, you take that deal. Take the deal. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know, man. As a as a as a black quarterback, I want to see Dak get paid. As a franchise, mm-hmm. I understand where the Cowboys are coming from because they did offer him and he did deny, he did decline, and I think that's the thing with Dak is that he was initially initially offered. Like a lot of these people who hold out, a lot of these people who do and go through the antics that they go through, a lot of these people who don't like the franchise tag haven't been offered at all yep melvin gordon remember that last year yeah last year last year we're gonna get get into him next uh because the broncos are coming up next but i think that's the thing with Dak is that Dak we all everybody saw Dak get offered and Dak declined and Dak didn't Dak didn't put forth an effort or uh, an effort or a resume in 2020 that says that he 
was worth more or even says that he was worth that, that way he was even offered. So when when you look at Deck, when you look at the actual, and again, this is speaking objective because I don't want anybody being like, oh, Cliff's a fucking Cowboys fan. No, I just watch football, right? Yeah. That offense, I don't care what you tell me, that offense don't go until Zeke go. Yeah. So if when you take Zeke out of when you take Zeke out of the equation, the offense the offense it flounders. It it, it it's it's just funny. How do we how how did we with our defense? Yo, I think you, me, Ease, we lined up for receiver for the Eagles last year. Right. <laughs> and we beat them niggas with right. that full throttle offense because Zeke wasn't there the first game and we were able to shut Zeke down. Right. Which is that's where I struggle with that and the decision making. Look, I understand get your bag, but you gotta understand where your bread's buttered at, kid. When when they when they when they put the ball in your hand and said go out and beat teams, you beat a lot of shitty teams. But when you played teams that were five hundred above five hundred, you look average at best, bro. Right. And, and they offering you the richest contract for a quarterback. Take that shit and let dollars figure it out. Right. Let the Cowboys figure out how to manage the money. Take the bag. Take care of your mamas, 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 kids, kids, kids. Right. Take care of that shit because that's generational wealth. And when you deal with the NFL, there's so many politics. Yo. I, yo, I, I'm not even going to speak on that because I want to see that young black man flourish. Flourish, right. black king, flourish. But right. I think you know what I want to say, but I'm not going to say it because right, you right. speak shit into existence. And right, I don't right. want to see it for him. Exactly. I don't want to see exactly. that. Exactly. But I get where you're from. You know what um, I'm saying? And just to round them out, they also uh, agreed to terms with Gerald McCoy at defensive tackle and they uh, signed Alden Smith, too, who's currently suspended but is going through reinstatement. Did you see him? Have you seen him? I haven't seen him. He looks good. I mean, I bet he looked great when he used to play. It wasn't anything that was ever wrong with, I think, his work ethic on the field or anything. You know what I mean? Physically, it was always the shit this he was getting into it. off the field. Just a wild bull. I, yeah, but for, for, I think he's been on the league for, what, two or three years? Something Easy? Like that. So, I mean, for me, being on the league for two or three years, look, man, you're going to put some weight on. You're going to put some weight on. Yeah. Yo, the kid, I forgot the name of the machine, but it's the machine... That can go up to like 20 miles an hour, and mm -hmm. you want to test to see how fast you can go. Yeah, I don't be in the gym. You know, I don't know. Shit. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Normally, I'm on point, and I'm, I'm not inebriated. For some reason, I'm inebriated. I can remember shit, but right now I'm sober drinking water. Uh, but there's a machine you'll watch, like Chad Ochocinco. You'll watch uh, Chris Johnson. You'll watch Tariq Hill. If you look them up, it's a machine that's literally built for speed. Alden Smith jumped on this shit. First of all, he looks felt. Pause. Fit trim, he looked good, jumped on this machine, and peaked at close to 15 miles an hour. He ain't played ball in three years. So, you know, that was a good pick for them or a good signing for the fucking Cowboys. But again, it's the Cowboys. They always find a way to fucking fumble something. They always find a way. Right, right. And then Gerald McCoy, I'm pissed. Damn, I wish we'd have got Gerald McCoy. I wanted him last year. It's crazy as I'm thinking about it, too, that the 49ers been on it with the defense. They've been going through so much. They've had players that have been suspended from the league. They have had players in their absolute prime, under mm -hmm. 30, that have retired, and they still mean they still seem to know what a good defensive player looks like, regardless. But we'll get into that later. No doubt. Denver Broncos, mm. um, they snagged Melvin Gordon, which I think is a real good pickup for them. Um, That's a good one-two punch with him and Philip Lindsay. Yeah, just historically how they like to play, and they are another team who they tried it last year, the last couple years, I think. I mean, I think since Peyton Manning, they've been trying to be this passing team, and I don't think that that's just historically who they are. I think that that's 
that was an era with Peyton Manning there, the weapons that he had there. Uh, it definitely was love with Decker and Demarius Thomas and Wes Walker. Guys. Wes Walker. <laughs> Demarius Thomas. You know Jesus. Remember that guy? Yes, I do. I, I had him in fantasy a few years. Yeah. Damn. Um, but uh, I just think this is a huge pickup for them. They can go back to that rugged smash mouth football that they like passing. Which opens scene. up the pass more for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, is Gary Kubiak? Uh, is he back there as offensive line coach or offensive coordinator, Gary Kubiak? I think so. Well, I, yeah, I'm not sure. As a matter of fact. If he is, that that's a good that's a good point that's a good uh, point out, Tom. Yeah, and I know um, and when we get in, well, uh, they drafted one a, a wide receiver that was up there on the bar. I can't think of who it was right now. Jerry but, Judy. Jerry, I, I knew it was him. The I just didn't want to miss. I misquoted last week. I didn't want to do it again, so I, <laughs> so I was okay. hesitant on pulling the trigger. But Jerry Judy. Um, to go along with Cortland Sutland, who had an all right year last year. Jerry Judy is all right. There's going to be three wideouts if we do if we continue this conversation. I'm going to use this term for three of these wideouts. Is one of them going to be Jalen Rager? Believe it or not, yeah. Thank you. Believe right. it or not, all right. Yes. I'm willing to listen to that. Jerry, I'm, I'm gonna keep it short and brief with you, baby. <laughs> Jerry Judy is a walking home run, literally. And what I mean by that is, is that you can run the screen game, you can throw it deep, you can he can run every route on the route tree. He has exceptional footwork, exceptional hip control, and balance and strength. He's a walking home run, which is good for Locke. If this kid, John Locke or Drew Locke, whatever his name is up in Denver, if he's half the quarterback he is, mm-hmm. he has a really brand new shiny toy. I hate to even <laughs> use an analogy, but he's got a toy, and if I'm him. If I'm if I'm if I'm this kid Drew Lock, I'm already calling Jerry Judy. Let let the agents figure out the contract. Yo, bro, come on down here. Let's throw this ball around because I want to see how you run. Jesus, I want to see how you run. You can run. I can throw the ball. Beautiful. Right. Come on, kid. Come stay with me. Right. Yeah. So the Broncos definitely got a good pickup in Melvin Gordon. Um, he's healthy too. He is. He He's is, healthy. man. He's healthy. Uh, like we said, he held out last year, so that that helped. Yep. I don't think he played in, like, what, the first six, six or seven games? Yep. He wanted to hold out till at least week eight, but the Chargers started winning. Austin Eckler started going crazy out there. Yeah, and if you saw what happened, they was like, whoa, 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 fam. Yeah, I'm yeah. back. I'm here. Yeah. I'm in shape. That ain't what he really wanted. Right. Uh, like we said, on the other end of that um, – <clears throat> Uh, scrolled all the way down at the uh, uh, other end of the uh, DeAndre Hopkins trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, well, not on the other end. Uh, we, uh, who they got back uh, or the moves that they made. They uh, actually signed Randall Cobb, Brandon Cooks. So as you see, they made they made aggressive moves to try to fill that big ass void that they got now uh, at wide receiver. That ain't enough. Though. That ain't enough. And I'm thinking over there, they still got Kenny Stills. That's another. They got Will a bunch Fuller. of small quarterbacks now. Yeah, and Will Fuller. Not I'm not. guessing. I'm guessing they're trying to make Will Fuller their number one. But Will Fuller's injury prone. He he is the prototypical boom or bust. He is. I'll go nine catches, two hundred fifty. What did he do? He tied the NFL record last year for touchdowns, and then the next the next week he went out and got hurt. Yeah. He had like two fifty and like four or five touchdowns. Right. Then the next week he goes out and gets hurt. Then came back like three <laughs> weeks later after his injury, did it again and got injured. Yep, and got injured again. But think about that, though. So it's about the whole Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen. He was going out there and cooking because I got DeAndre Hopkins with an automatic double team. So now you got a speedy, shifty little Brandon Cooks who I don't care what anybody say. He ain't been right since Malcolm Jenkins 
introduced himself in that Super Bowl. He ain't been right ever since then. Right. So I'm sorry to talk about a young a young brother like himself, but you know he ain't been right. Malcolm had to let him know what, what what's going on and how we coming, and that shit was beautiful. Right. <laughs> right, man. It's it just feels good to be back talking. I was, I've been missing this shit, man. No been, doubt on the low. I'm cheesing. I'm definitely cheesing right now. I need, I need, I need, we, we need a. Uh, a Clippy, a Clippy baby drop right now. You need to let them t- tell, them, tell them who they rocking with right now. Man. Yes, though. It's the Fofofo Podcast. If you don't know, shut your fucking mouth. Shut your mouth. Open your fucking ears. It's the Fofofo Podcast. My man uptown Tony, your cousin Cliff talking shit. You what already, it is. You already know, man. I miss you, my G. No doubt. I miss you, too, man. Yo, we was having a conversation. I was like, yo, when we doing one in person, you like, nigga. Never. Right. <laughs> I'm like, what? Not never, but you know. No. When all this- well, not for the unforeseen future, man, yeah. with this shit going on, the baby, everything else, because if we were single men, I'm pretty sure we could finesse something, nigga. I'll that's come what, in with the mask that's and gloves. What it is. And that's what it is. And that's because me and Eve be having that conversation all the time. The thing about this is it ain't really thinking about yourself. It's the other mm-hmm. people as you out in your travels and as you out doing what you're doing. Not only that, but uh, I got a, 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 a infant in the house, so I got to yeah. think about that first and foremost. So. And any and anybody that's out here busting those moves like you, hold on, my bag, so I'm sorry yeah, to interrupt you. You, you little care. assholes, you seen the journal Instagram live like in yeah, March. Man. I was yeah. with Nell right before everything shut down. We was on live watching uh, some young boy play ball uh-huh. down north. I want to say down with Diamond. Uh-huh. Nigga, it was like 200 people at the ball court. Right. And it's like, you ignorant little motherfuckers don't get this. <laughs> Take your ass in the house. And right. yo, how about the next day? They took the courts down. Yep. Yo, I started. Oh, just just a, just a little heads up for the uh, listeners and the ladies. Hello, ladies. How are y'all? How y'all been? <laughs> Hopefully, y'all doing well in this quarantine time. Um, I started running again, so yeah, quarantine you shit. Telling me. I just didn't want to come out of this shit heavier than what I was. I feel that. And like way more fucked up because I caught myself like the first couple of days, I was eating like four or five times and getting trashed right. every night. And then something snapped in my head like, nah, bro, this ain't it. Take care of your health. Make sure your immune system's kicking. I know drinking and smoking fucks with your shit a little bit. Right. So started running. I'm tying it back in for you now. See, I'm sober. Mm. Right. I started running. I go run past Albury. If anybody knows where that is, you know where that is. I yeah. go run past Albury Arboretum, and it was like it was like that day. It was like seventy five. It was gorgeous. It was like seventy motherfuckers at the ball court. Yo, I go out to run the next day. The rims was down. Yeah, they wasn't having they, that. They took that shit right down. Like, nope, get your ass in the house. I wonder if the uh, can you get into the Arboretum? Yeah, you can get in and walk around. That's you can still play tennis. But as far as basketball courts, mm-hmm. no, nah, them rims been down since March, baby. Easy. Yeah. Easy. That was dope. Um, yeah, man. Yo, miss you, bro. This yeah, is pretty sure. cool. The idea and what you're doing. I'm sorry. Yo, oh. a little backdrop for you. You tried to finesse me talking about I finessed the, the ladies with that. Yo, <laughs> I texted the wrong person and didn't realize I didn't text you. So I had three people I was texting that day. Right. We had a conversation when I was out with my homegirl grabbing tacos. I get back home, I send a text like, Gizzo, I'm home. I don't hear nothing. So I'm like, all right, Tone, you know, Tone, family, things like that. And then you hit, I sent the, I sent the little meme to you. Then you hit me with the Jonas. I'm like, what? Disappear? I go back and look, and I'm like, wait, my response is it's the Tone. Right. All right. Well, <laughs> all pretty good, accurate, man. Tone. Very accurate. We're here, man. No moving, doubt. Moving along, we got the, the Colts got, um, the Forrest Buckner, they acquired the Forrest Buckner from the 49ers, from the 49ers. in a trade. Uh, 
has a massive extension worth 21, uh, 21 million per season. Damn. Good. Get that money. For sure. And they got Phillip Rivers at quarterback. Phillip Rivers Father is Tom. finally left. Yeah, Father Time has finally left uh, San Diego. Um, and it's now going to be settling in. That's two San Diego Chargers uh, uh, that we have seen have left, have uh, mm -hmm. uh, uh, flown the nest, so to speak. So that should, uh, uh, things in San Diego will be looking way different over there. I don't, that, that move for me, I get it. Get your money. They're counting you out. Phillip Rivers, check this out, baby. The Colts didn't have a good offensive line. If, you, if people don't remember that, that's the reason why Andrew Luck retired. Right. Oh, also, look out for him and him going to fucking uh, the Patriots. Calling that shit right now. Who's that? Andrew Luck. Don't be surprised he comes out of retirement a year or two when he signs with the fucking Patriots. Mm. Do not be surprised. He, uh, watch, he at home watching The Last Dance. <laughs> you know, he is, yo, a whole year off. He's still a kid. He's competitive. Dog, he's gonna he's gonna reach out to his agent. Yo, get this shit done. Call New England. And if you don't think Bill Belichick ain't sitting there, if you don't think they haven't had a conversation, you're bugging. You're bugging. But Philip Rivers to the to the Colts. You know, get your money, man. But hopefully, you can stay upright. That offensive line is fucking trash. Truck juice. Sorry, that's a guess. That's, Hopefully he stays alive. Because right. that old man, he can throw the ball, but can't throw the ball if you're not standing upright at all. All right, man. So we definitely got to stop uh, uh, pass here at the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders, they played their last season as the Oakland Raiders, formerly the Los right. Angeles Raiders uh, in, in seasons past. Um, mm -hmm. Franchise that's been through a lot. This is the first time ever, though, that Las Vegas is getting football, man. Um don't, does that shit even sound right to you? The no. Las Vegas Raiders. No, it got like we already know the stories that go down in Las Vegas, and like now they got a reason. They got a reason to be biased out here. They got a reason to be for either way, whether it's to win or lose. But they right. got a, you know what I'm saying they got right. they hands on with people they could talk to every day. Like I don't know, man. I don't. But um, my bad. Go ahead. <clears throat> they got a uh, Marcus Mariota quarterback. They got uh, Nelson Aguilar, former Eagle. They signed him. <laughs> Captain drop a lot. A couple of notable no names. Corey Littleton they got, uh, mm -hmm. uh, former Ram. Linebacker. Um, I wanted him. Yeah, and they got Jason Witten, former Cowboy tight end. Yeah, he did Yeah, he did come out of retirement. Yep. They took my man um, he came out. Like, yeah, he came Ricks. out and played last year, I feel like, with the Cowboys. And then I guess he just that wasn't just a fluke thing. But that's, so that's my point about Andrew Luck. Jason Witten is, like, older than me. And he just said, I can't do this. I'm making $20 million a year to compensate, which is, yo, can you imagine that, Tom? Yo, they, yo, you make $20 million a year. You're flown first class. You stay in five-star hotels. You get to sit down and break football down every day. Right. And live like a king and not get your head bashed in. But the urge and the competitive juices in him was like, I can't do this. I got to get out there and get active. Right. If you don't think Andrew Luck ain't, ain't itching right now, wait. Just wait. Right. Just wait. Right. So moving along to the uh, Los Angeles Chargers, they got um, well, they lost uh, Melvin Gordon and mm -hmm. Philip Rivers. Uh, they still have uh, Austin Eckler. I guess it's going to be on Austin Eckler, aka Brian yep. Westbrook. <laughs> to two point oh. Two point oh. You know what I'm saying? Then they draft the kid from uh, Oregon, Justin Herbert. I believe so. Yeah, they drafted Justin Herbert. That's their. That's it's to Rod Taylor's. It's fucked up. He, he never gets a shot. He never gets a shot anywhere he goes, but it's his show until he fucks up. 
which basically means he has two games to throw a pick or two, and once he throws a pick, they're going to pull him. And they're going to throw the kid in, which I think is bullshit. So Rod Taylor, I, yo, I actually want Cam Newton to go there. I wanted Cam Newton to go to fucking uh, the Chargers. But they took the kid that high, you're not going to waste a pick and not play him or have any plans to not play him. Right. Yeah, man. Um, the Dolphins. Mmm, tanking for Tua. Told y'all they were going to do that. <laughs> they definitely got Tua, 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 They got him. Tua-ass Polynesians Yo, if you don't know nothing, you want to culture yourself and you see, like, if you're, if you're fortunate enough to actually be, like, acquaintances or cool or, like, be in a room with them, yo, they're cool, man. Right. I swear to God, they're so down to earth and fucking cool. I sound racist this shit right now. Don't oh, no. I sound racist? I sound like a white person. Like, <laughs> black people are so cool. You got to get around them and do their dance. My bad. Damn. Nah, I think we have, <laughs> I think we have, uh, uh, fundamental cultural issues here in America that would speak to that not being racist but more just so on the true side the way that segregation and just the way we live and uh, and the way demographics work I think that yeah like that's just a real statement you know what I mean as harsh as it may sound I don't think that your intent is that you know what I mean I'll say that it wasn't malicious it wasn't yeah it was just like yo if you're fortunate enough yeah. to come across that culture and they invite you in, yeah. nigga, go. And I'm and and, and 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 not only just to say on our side, but on the other side too. Like when white people say, "I'm not one that really get that mad." It's like, yeah, do you know how it goes here? Like a lot of them really not. Some of them, you know what I mean. Some 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 motherfuckers say it to be smart. Some motherfuckers say it to be, you know what I mean. Right. right but right. you know. Some people genuinely be like, yo, I, I didn't know it was, yeah, because all they do is see us on TV. And, but that's another story, man. You well, know. speaking from place of privilege. But no yeah, doubt. but let's not get a <clears throat> side kid Tua, I think Tua, I'm not the biggest believer in Alabama quarterbacks, but the kid Tua, they, he has the hit factor. Like, everywhere this kid goes, he's a he wins. And for me, that, that means something. If you're a winner everywhere you go, that's just not luck. Right. That's work ethic. That's God-given ability that's coach coaching, coaches coaching you up and you being open to being coached. I got a weird feeling. I said this on your podcast. I said Miami is trending up. Miami is going to be a decent football team. We here at Miami too. See what they you know do. What they're going to be a decent. They're going to be a decent football team. I they want to say up. maybe our second episode with you. Yeah, they got. Dude. They picked up uh, Jordan Howard. I know that. Yeah, my guy. My God. And Kyle Damn. Van Noy, too. Really? Yeah. From the uh, Patriots? Yep. The linebacker. No, He's I like, think Kyle uh, Van Noy from the Cowboys, man. No, I think Kyle Van Noy is the guy from the Patriots. He comes oh, in. Yeah. He plays, like, mad positions. And he always makes a play. I can't stand him. Like, how yeah, the they, fuck do you do that? Well, they got him. They got good him. Pickup. And That's they got Byron pickup. Jones, too. Yeah. Oh, remember that conversation? I was like, yo, I don't want to throw the money at any of these free agents. The numbers just didn't compute. But, hey, Miami, you got the money. Enjoy. Um, <laughs> Enjoy. I was over here looking at the Saints. The Saints got Michael Jenkins. They signed Michael Jenkins out here and Jameis Winston. Yeah, he went back. Jameis Remember, Winston yo, trying to get on the Teddy Bridgewater plan. Didn't. Didn't I tell you about the whole, well, I, I think we had a conversation about Malcolm Jenkins. It wasn't a disrespectful thing to Malcolm Jenkins, but when he came out and said, I'm not playing for this contract, that was his way of trying to leverage the Eagles. And it's like, yo, bro, 
that's nothing you don't do with the Eagles. You try that shit, we'll release you. Right. And people, the the argument for me that was taking me away or blowing me, blowing my high, was when people were saying this is the same mistake as losing Brian Dawkins. And I'm like, it's not. It's not. He's the older safety. I appreciate the fact he played over like 96% of the defensive snaps, things like that. But father time is undefeated. Right. I hate to I hate to I hate to think like this or to speak like this, but it's a business. You have to be you have to be proactive and not reactive. Absolutely. By us signing him to a long-term deal, he would have broke down in front of us. Then you're stuck with money a la Alshon Jeffrey that you can't move. And you have an injury-riddled player. So he went back to New Orleans where he was drafted. Yo, he gets his Yo, Malcolm Jenkins gets his beard shaped up from my barber. Shout out to Haas. Shout out to Ethos. Down on Broad and Collar Hill. If he ever comes back to Philly, he'll probably be in there getting shaped up. He's a good dude. Does a lot for the community. But, hey, man, it's business. And I wish him well. And I hope we play the Saints. I hope he busts his ass. Right. <laughs> Just being competitive. <laughs> J-Mo. J-Mo. J-Mo has. I told my man this. J-Mo and Cam are not going to be starters for like the next two years. Uh, Jamo led the league in passing. We'll get into, we'll get into Cam because I'm about to wrap this up and then go into the top three agents that's still out there. No go doubt. Ahead, I'm listening. Let's do some. Let's, well, the the Jamo thing. He led the league in passing, led the league in touchdowns, but led the league in picks. Right. So there's. I mean, if, if if you don't understand what the word balance is, take a look at this kid. I think that coaching is going to be pivotal for him to take the next step. He's going to take things serious. He's also being humble. Former number one pick, giving the keys to a franchise. And he was given weapons. It wasn't like we had you with like bums and third tier receivers. You had Mike Evans, you had Deshaun Jackson, you had Chris Goodwin, OJ Howard. You had weapons. That defense went from twenty nine to five last year. Nah, bruh. Right. Nah. You gotta right. figure this shit out. Um, and then outside of the Eagles, because we always like to get into them last, the only other notable uh free agent signing, of course, uh with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers acquiring mm. uh, Tom Brady. What you think on that? Um, I think he went to get his money. Just seeing how I don't think I don't think a lot is said uh, on the financial side of what Tom Brady has been doing over this mm -hmm. over these past twenty years. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like Tom Brady really hasn't been being paid Tom Brady money in order for the Patriots to be who the Patriots are. So, um, but that's also a uh, look. I can't. The Patriots have been synonymous with winning tone since we were in high school. Absolutely. That's 20 years so, ago. At, yep. for, for you, it's 18 for me, dog. You know what I'm saying? 20, but, 20 years, dog. And I'm they're listening. still winning Super Bowls. Right. Right? So, I don't... There is a there is a major contempt with me, with the, with the Patriots. However, being a competitive person and understanding how things are, you're going to win, you're going to lose. They've done a lot more winning than losing. I got to tip my cap and respect what they got going on. Um, I'm more interested in the subplot in the sense of is it Belichick or is it Brady? And I'm and I'm eager to see Belichick pull some kid off the bench, win ten games, get in the playoffs, and win one, and then see what Brady does. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm way more interested in that subplot. Brady, like Brady is getting his brine on over there. He already brought his man. He got his man's over there. Yo, can you can you imagine? Yo, he traded Bill Belichick traded a retired player and got a fourth round pick for it. 
<laughs> like, the niggas retired. You gonna give me a four? Done. Uh, Crazy. I think that it is the Braun effect where people want to go play for him. But if, again, being objective, Tom Brady's 41, 42, 43. He's right. in his 40s. And this ain't basketball. This ain't give me the ball and let me put it in the hoop. It's a lot that go into this, yo. Do me a favor, anybody that's listening, even with Shoe Tone, take a look at their offensive line. Right. That offensive line was below average. Right. They still haven't addressed that offensive line. Right. You can line, you can have Walter Payton in the backfield, Jay Rice. Anybody, any Hall of Famers you want out there, right. if the quarterback can't stay upright, it don't fucking matter. It doesn't. Don't matter. But on paper and in Madden, <clears throat> in paper and in Madden, they're gonna be they're gonna be a fucking they're gonna be a squad. Right. Uh, I just I'm more interested to see if Tom Brady can stay upright because it's the first time I think that we're actually going to see. We're he's what's the word I'm looking for? We're going to see Tom Brady actually look almost human this year. Right. He looked human last year, but it's still the shroud and that shield of Bill Belichick. Hey, we're not doing all this. We're going to keep this shit. Dink, dunk, dink, dunk. Work the clock. Kick the field goal. Play exceptional defense. Fuck what they're talking about. What do you think about Gronk? How do you think Gronk is going to look? I think Gronk is going to look fucking awesome down there. A whole year off. I'll fuck with the Gronk. He's one of the pe people. The Gronk needs to lay off the coat. That's what he that's he needs football. I think he but, was partying too much. This is all I, speculation. This no, all he was definitely partying. He no, was, I'm with you. Yo, he slammed you. Steve Harvey head on the on the Lego head on New Year's oh, Eve. And Steve wanted to slap him, but Steve he realized this is a big slap motherfucker. That boy so bad. He said, "What is wrong <laughs> with you, with this boy?" He said, "What's what wrong with this boy?" <laughs> but then you realize this nigga's six foot seven, two fifty. That's like, Urgh. I'm gonna have to hit you with a chair or some shit. Right. I gotta hit you with a chair. Right, man. But the I think Gronk um, is an intriguing person to me. He's somebody I would love to party with. I hate to sound like that, but if it's like no cell phones, no cameras, just party and have a good time, I would definitely, I would definitely link up with the Gronk, bro. Sorry. Um, some meathead shit. Yeah. So <laughs> so for me, as far as the Tampa Bay Bucks are concerned, like I definitely mm -hmm. uh I definitely see them finding a way to put up numbers, put up yards and things of that nature, and to make an exciting season. Like I don't think this is going to be like a complete disaster of a of a season for Tom Brady and Brock. But I just don't, and I could be wrong, man. But just like you said, looking at the offensive line and just a lot of stuff, the division that they in, as far as quarterback in the division that they in, they're definitely about to get cracking. But mm -hmm. um, one more point, I'll keep it brief with you too. Mm -hmm. Tampa Bay Bucks from the NFC South. Uh, the thing people need to realize about the NFC South, the NFC South is probably as relevant or one of the most influential divisions in the NFC. Whoever usually wins the NFC South goes deep in the playoffs. Take a look at that. Whether it's the Saints, whether it's the Panthers, whether it's the Bucks, uh, there's one more team I can't think of. But who, yeah. So think about that. Whoever wins that division normally goes pretty far, and it's it's highly competitive. If you don't think the Saints aren't going to, they're not already locking, that's going to be must-see TV. That Buccaneers-Saints game, that's must-see TV. Both those games. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I think that 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 league, that team, that division, it's going to be very competitive. Whoever comes out of there, you know, I would, if, 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 you're, if you're a better or a gambler and you got 20 bucks, put 20 <laughs> bucks on each team to go to the Super Bowl while the odds are still, while the odds are still high. Because when the season comes out, those odds are going to drop. You know what I'm saying? Right. 
little 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 bit of some uh, degenerate gambler vibes for you. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> and it's and it's perfect uh, perfect timing because 55 minutes in we got our we got our huh. our speaking win back. You know what I'm saying? We back in our speaking and talking shape. Damn, that quick? Yeah, man. So you know what time Damn. it is, man. No doubt. The Eagles. I'm gonna let you go first, brother. All right. You know so in free agency, uh, our big our big free agency acquisition um, was Darius Slay, cornerback from the Detroit Lions. Uh, had a couple good seasons with the with the Detroit Lions. For some reason, I was reading that him and the um, him and the coach wasn't seeing Matt, eye to eye. Or, yeah, they weren't seeing eye to eye. It might I don't know if it was the head coach or the defensive coordinator, however it was, but he wasn't seeing the minutes he was seeing. And people around the league were just wondering, like, why? Like, he was in a – somebody has a camp. Well, all, Richard Sherman has a camp with all the okay. top DBs. And he'd be there every year with him. And Richard, like, they just – you know what I mean? Everybody around the league, like, it's just a, a wonder why this guy wasn't – how all of a sudden he just fell out of favor or whatever. So, And they call him Big Play Slay. Like, that's, his, that's what he that's, does. That's what he does. Like, You remember that game against Detroit a few years ago with Carson Wentz? Yeah. Uh – who I want to say is Carson Wentz's second year. Mm-hmm. We we come back to tie the game. I want to say Aguilar made a play and scored it up, tied it up. Right. We got the ball back with like 20 seconds left. Carson Wentz throws the Hail Mary. Everybody's bitching like, why'd he throw it up? Why'd he throw a Hail Mary? Darius Slade made the play. Right. Go back and look that up. The kid, <laughs> he, he, that's, that's kind of funny, like the, uh, the, the tie back in or the 180 that this guy's on our thing. We saw, yo, he's a number one. We have a bona fide number one cornerback. He's not Namdi Ashima. He's a little better than the Sa- No, he's way better than Sonny Samuel because he wants to tackle. He can tackle. And he can he's a ball hawk. Yeah. My bad getting a little excited, baby. I'm just No, hyped, no, I'm I, I am too. I mean, naturally as Eagles fans. That's just what we do. Um about to get into this uh, Eagles draft. This Eagles draft too. But let me um I wanted to bring up um the top free agents. Okay. So the, how did you like the draft? Uh, uh, um, let's let's get into while I'm looking this up. Let's get into some side conversation about the draft, man. What's the deal? What's the you hot topic you about the draft? And that's these females. <laughs> oh. <laughs> on these, Yo. On these, on these cameras in the draft, man. What what's what's up, man? What's? I mean, look, man. You know, Instagram, social media. I got to make sure I look good. Totally sidebar. Tony, you don't have to agree with me on this. Who was the linebacker that got picked? Oh, he was the top linebacker. Did you see his girlfriend? Woo. She's a fucking. I want to. Hold on. I'm going to pull the draft back up. Hold on. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell it to you. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'll be the one. Let me be the. Let me be the fucking weirdo (laughs) with this shit. Uh, Isaiah Simmons. Nigga. Woo. His, he's, what is he, 6'3", 6'4"? His girl's like 5'11", 6 foot, like a good 2-something. But straight southern 2-something. Crazy biscuit. Oh, my God. I was so happy to see him with a black woman, too. I was so happy to see that. Like, oh, here's a black woman. Awesome. All right. Yeah. But I think you're talking about young C.D. Lamb. Is that the focus point that you're, you're talking about right now? C.D. Lamb, it was the other girl that got, she had to get pulled. She had to get pride off of my yeah, man. Yeah, from Mama. Mama wasn't playing that shit. The, the, the defensive lineman, I forgot who took him. Hey, man, look, I got to make sure, I got to make sure I look good. And that these little side pieces know he has the main thing at the crib. Boo-boo. Right. Don't that, work like that, boo. 
Has Jadavion Clowney been signed? No, he has not. Robbie Anderson went to somebody. I just seen that. Uh, I want to say he went to the Panthers. Yep, that's exactly who he went to. I want to say he went to the Panthers. Jason Peters. Has Jason Peters been signed? No, he has not. I'm going to send you a video of Jason Peters. Yeah. I'm, I'm still not falling down the okie doke or the, the, the loophole with him, but he looks good. Working out. Sue has been signed. Uh, Damn. I forgot who. I just I just seen it on the list. He was on somebody's team. Mm-hmm. I don't know who he signed Jesus. with. Uh, the so Giants? Yeah, so this list of top free agents is probably needs to be updated that I'm looking at. No doubt. No doubt. But yeah. Uh, All right, so the Eagles, Eagles draft, big place play. These seven picks that we got. Mm-hmm. You want to go? You want me to go? What you thinking? Number one, Jalen Rager, wide receiver. I'm going to keep it very funky with you, Tom. So, as the trade, first of all, shout out to CD Lamb because my man kicked in some order. Homegirl said, hey, this is an iPhone. No, she said, this is a Wii phone. And C. Lamb was like, no, boo, this is an iPhone. Stay in your place. We ain't doing all that. But as he sat there, um, I wanted Howie to jump up ahead of the Cowboys. And I was watching it with Brent. Shout out to my man Brent. Trust in the process. Everybody text Red Ty, Al, T, Nell, Dot, everybody. Keto, Dr. Lord. Um, I was, I was, very, very vocal on if this kid falls, you got to trade up to get this kid because, again, CeeDee Lamb is is a one of the players I talked about. He's a walking home run. And I just knew Dallas was going to just take the best player available, which is what some GMs fuck themselves up with. They overthink it, i.e. Howie Roseman. They want to be the smartest guy in the room and reach. When we didn't get CeeDee Lamb and the name came up, I was livid. Cause I'm like, who the fuck is this? What? He looks like a fucking another Darren Sproles. What the fuck are we doing? So, very emotional. Didn't like the pick that night. Now, we'll go home. I stay up till about 4 o'clock in the morning because we're all quarantined. Sleeping patterns are all fucked up. Went back and I looked at some YouTube highlights. I love this kid now. <laughs> I love this kid. He has... This kid, first of all, when you watch the highlights, this kid is so fast. The quarterback, the quarterbacks he had had to be ass because there were so many times you'd see him have to come back to the ball. He'd have to readjust his body, but he would still make the catch. He plays above the rim, which means he jumps up. So they say he's five foot ten, which means he might be he might be five nine. Because you got to remember in football they'll mark you up two or three inches to make you look tall. Uh, he's above the rim. He's very physical. He's a basically he's a Swiss Army knife with Tariq Hill type speed. Right. And that and for me, the NFL is about speed. I hate the fact that that's what it's gotten to, but it's about speed. And this kid, we can put him. I'm gonna put it to you like this, Tom. I'm gonna give you two names. His potential. Top off off the bat when I when I was watching YouTube that night, if this kid reaches his potential, he's Steve Smith from the Carolina Panthers in his prime. If the kid is halfway through just off the of injuries and size and things like that, he's Percy Harvin. Yeah. And if you go back and watch Steve Smith in his prime with Carolina, with Jake Doe home before Cam got there, Steve Smith was a problem. Nasty, short little receiver, could do everything. Blocker, everything. Yo, the kid's a good blocker. Uh, this, this kid is a Swiss Army knife. Percy Harvin just had migraines and concussion issues. But when he was healthy... 
you remember that Super Bowl, he took the Super Bowl game over against the Broncos. So I think that we got something with this kid with our wide receiving core. It's just another element of speed with Goddard, Ertz, Booby, the receivers, D-Jack, you know, uh, Greg Ward, J.J. Ortega, Whiteside. It's just more speed. And with speed, you can't really account for it. You can try to do things, but you can run through a fucking zone. Right. So I'm I'm very happy. I'm I'm Howie. I'm taking my foot off your neck for a brief second. You can get a couple breaths of air. A couple breaths of air. <laughs> take my foot off your neck. I'm gonna take my foot off your neck, brother. I have no complaints with that pick, man. None. So just where, a, where are you? What do you think? Just a disclaimer. I ha- I haven't done any delving yet. Um, I just looked at the names. Mm-hmm. Today, uh, mm-hmm. I mean, outside of Jalen Rager and and Jalen Hurts, I will say mm-hmm. that the mm-hmm. uh, the draft is the NFL draft. I will say is pretty strenuous for me. Seven rounds is a lot. Um, it is, especially for somebody who I don't I'm not as in tune with college football as I once was. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really just looking at the first two to three rounds. Mm-hmm. Um, Jalen Rager, uh, I, I wanted um, who was still left up there. Yeah, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson, that's what uh, I, I went from LA. All right, so why? Why did you want Jefferson? Probably, yeah. probably because of media hype. I like I said, I don't watch college football, but that they kept pushing him like with along with Joe. I guess he came with the Joe Barrow, like because Joe Barrow was about to be the number one because mm-hmm. Joe Barrow had such a, a storybook season. I mean, he can't throw it to himself. He was throwing it to somebody, and this bull was out there getting busy. He had the speed. Mm-hmm. He had he was running the routes that I like to see. And he had mm-hmm. hands, and I just know that historically LSU is a football factory. The SEC is a football factory, and that those guys tend to find their way in the league. Um, and I just don't like us with the small college guys like the TCU because I'm not. It's no knock against them. It's more of a knock against us because our development skills. We it don't look like we be getting. We don't be turning out the TCU players. Like, like that's a that's a good one. Like good other point. teams be turning out the TCU players. Like we need some people that have dealt with this stage, have dealt with this, can already kind of. You know what I'm saying? Almost mm-hmm. like how the music game is now. Like how they like you to know how to put out a mixtape and stuff like that. It ain't it ain't no artist development. We kind of like to not have to develop a player. We kind of like we to just plug and play. Shit. Yeah, we like to yeah. just plug and play and shape you. We don't really want to do too much developing as much as we want to do shaping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's that's what it be with me when we go for when any when we go for these anybody in like these small schools. Like I want to say, there's no knock against Jalen Rager because I've definitely seen the highlights. I've been talking with P. Shout out to Coach P. Um, and he been he been saying he like Jalen Rager. You know what I'm saying? And I think as Eagles fans, we always gonna find a reason to like initially because we we do this every year. Mm-hmm. I mean, we probably did it with Arthur Whiteside last year. You know what I'm saying? Like we've done it with Nelson Aguilar. You know what I'm saying? Like. It's always good things to find, but it's like on our end, are we gonna keep our end of the bargain? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which, uh, well, no, go, well, I don't know if we was done with him. I was about to say, which brings me to my next point mm-hmm. with Jalen Hurts. Like, what are we about to do? Because Jalen Hurts' whole thing, about, if I'm not mistaken, and I'm not gonna say, I'm not here to say that he's gonna be like this in the league because his skill level is not that yet. But mm-hmm. he he played. Is this the quarterback that played for Alabama and? Yeah. And Oklahoma, or was that Tua? It's no, it's Alabama first. He it's, got hurt in the championship game. It's Jalen Hurts, right? Yep, Jalen Hurts. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, but he <clears> transferred <throat> ultimately because he wanted to be the man, right? Yes, and he knew. Yes, so he graduated early. 
he actually leveraged, he played the NCAA with their system and their bullshit. Yeah. He got his credits, graduated early, then transferred, but by, because he graduated early, that transfer portal wasn't applicable to him. Right. So he was able to come right in with Oklahoma, stepped his numbers up, and I mean, I can, I can give you a whole spiel on Jalen Hurts in the pit. Yeah, um, so I'm just, to me, it was, I get it. I get what everybody's saying about Wentz because we've been saying it all year. You know what I'm saying? Injury prone. As soon as he gets in, he makes it all the way to the playoffs, and then what happens? Got freak, same a, old, a, a freak hit. Yeah, same old story. So I understand you want a backup quarterback. You know what I'm saying? I understand you want a backup quarterback that can get it done. But it's like round two, is that where we needed it? I think that <clears throat> now, Howie, this is more of a indictment of their thoughts with Carson Wentz. Uh, remember, I think maybe our first or second conversation tone on, on again, once again, it's the Fo 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 podcast, Uptown Tone. You already know. Um, my issue or my concern with Carson Wentz was committing long term to him too early. I've always said that with Carson Wentz because it is an if, not a, no, sorry, it's not an if, it's a win. There was no reason to sign Carson Wentz to that long-term deal because he still had his rookie year to play out. You can franchise him for two years. But by giving him that money, and then you saw what happened where he played 16 games, ups and downs, a lot of ebbs and flows, peaks and, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He got to the playoffs. And, it, and I'm going to be critical on this because I watched the game. I've watched a few times. It's decision-making with Carson Wentz. He was injured on a blown-up, on a uh, bad screen play. All Carson Wentz had to do was pick the ball up and just throw it down or throw it to the sideline. But because Carson Wentz is an exceptional athlete, he tried to make a play. And you can't do that in the playoffs because – Again, the lights are shining. Players are playing. The refs are going to let y'all play. You're not going to get. You're not going to get a ticky tack flag. We're not going to do it for that. We are going to call this shit. We're not going to call shit. <laughs> We're not, and that's what happened. People are pissed off at that hit, but it was a legal hit. Right. Carson Wentz is six foot five, two hundred and fifty pounds. Right. People have to realize that he's not a little guy. Javon, Jadavion Clowney's what, 6'4", 6'5", 280? So it's the same guy hitting each other. Carson Wentz has to make better decisions. I'm not saying if we had, how about this? I like the Jalen Hurts move because the trend of the NFL is what? It's no more pocket quarterbacks. Right. The, day that, the day that shit is over. The day of the Geechee. The day the Geechee has come. <laughs> you are now witnessing a new, the, the revolution is televised, motherfuckers. Right. And it's young, black, athletic niggas that can do righteous shit with the football. Righteous. Period. Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson. Those are, those are going to be the prototype quarterbacks. With Jalen Hurts, I put it to you like this. If we didn't have a 41-year-old high school quarterback as a backup quarterback named Josh McCown and we had Jalen Hurts in, I feel confident that that game's a lot closer. We score more points. We might that. fuck around and win. I feel you Al that. Also, by doing 
it's a leverage move. If someone calls and says, hey, remember this, y'all. Sam Bradford got the Eagles a first-round draft pick. Sam Bradford. Carson Wentz, unfortunately, if I'm Howie Roseman, if you're a good GM, you have to take phone calls. you got to take phone calls. You can't say, fuck you, untouchable. If a team calls and says, hey, you know, Carson wants, what's it going to cost? And, and Howie says, I need three ones at the minimal. And the guy says, I got three ones and whatever. You make that trade. They're going to take the contract and they're going to give us first round picks. And usually teams that have first round picks, good ones, are shitty teams, which is a good first round pick. Right. I'm not saying Jalen Hurts is the heir apparent. I'm not saying this kid's going to come in and just take the water because gotcha. the knocks on Jalen Hurts are he holds the ball too long. He doesn't um, he doesn't go through progressions fast enough. That's what it is. No, he doesn't process information fast enough. I hate that. But those are the knocks. He holds the ball way too long. But the beautiful thing is by doing that, he has the athletic ability to make up for holding the ball and not breaking information down with his legs. Gotcha. I, I have a weird feeling how he, how he, there's a play here. Either we're trading Carson or we're going to trade Jalen. Somebody's getting moved at some point. Another thing with Jalen Hurts, you have a potential starting quarterback on an affordable contract. A second-round contract. He's barely making, what, $2 million? Barely? Gotcha. So if Carson goes down and somebody wants to trade, get out of here. I got a kid that's making a million dollars. Load up and get more weapons. I love the pick. I got to wear It's not his fault that Howie Roseman took him, but if this kid is half of what I think he is, by him showing up, by him doing his due diligence, by him taking the game seriously, he's going to push Carson Wentz to step his shit up and be a better quarterback. And I don't give a fuck what you tell me. Still sharp and still, competition is the best, comp competition is the best, period. Right. If people are competing, you're going to get the best from somebody. Right. And that's what Carson Wentz has to do. My right. bad, long-winded right there, bro. No, it's all good. And then just to run through rounds three to seven, we got uh, Davion Taylor, a linebacker from Colorado, Kevon yeah. Wallace, a safety from Clemson. That's a good Jack, pick. Jack Driscoll, uh, offensive tackle from okay. Auburn. Mm -hmm. John Hightower, a wide mm -hmm. receiver from Boise State. Sean Bradley. Bradley linebacker mm -hmm. from Temple. Uh, mm -hmm. Quez Watkins, wide receiver from Southern Miss. Another speedster. Prince Tega Wanna Go, <laughs> another offensive tackle, also yep. from Auburn. Yep. And Casey Tuhill, offensive linebacker from Stanford. From Stanford. Um, oh, and we made a trade for a wide receiver, remember? Who, who's that? Uh, Marquise oh, yeah, Goodwin. Yeah, we got Marquise Goodwin. Yep. Another speedster. Let, another speedster. What, remember the conversation when I said Howie? It's not rocket science. Yeah. Find out what the trends are. And I hate to say copycat, dick eat, whatever you want to call it, replicate it. Replicated. If you look That's at what, what the KC Chiefs, what they did, all they did was get speed. Right. What do we do? We got fucking speed. Right. We got speed. Now, hopefully these kids, like you you made a point saying our coaches don't coach these kids up. We're really going to see how good these coaches are. If these if these receivers come out here and plateau or they're not ready to play in the NFL, it's coaching. Right. It's coaching. Because now we got, yo, Deshaun Jackson, Marquise Goodwin, and the kid Rager. Are you fucking serious? Yeah. You know how scary that is? All right. Catch the ball. Carson, I don't want to hear it. No more, no more excuses, bro. <laughs> no more excuses. You're, you're going to fuck around and be like Matt Ryan to me now. Right. 
if we're not if we're not putting up, we should we should put up more than twenty five points a game. Yeah, we do. We, we we definitely should. I mean, we yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, like, yeah. I mean, for yeah. me, it's just it's the spring. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to get too up. I don't want to be too down. You know what well, I mean? So I get up. I get just, up now. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just. I'm just. Watching the uh, situation closely, man. We're going to be monitoring the situation closely. That's, that's what would you what would you grade what would you grade the draft? Uh, I grade the draft. Uh, I give it a B. I think okay. I think we get a B. I think because we did address uh, a lot of the issues, a lot of the a lot of the places: safety, mm-hmm. offensive line, um, quarterback, receiver. Um, I think are all 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 places where we definitely need help. Um, we tend to find good linebackers. We tend we tend we tend to muster a defense up somehow some way. Mm-hmm. We tend to muster a defense up. We still got some guys there that I like. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Um, but uh, all in all, I think the draft. I think we just got now. We just got to see the development of it all. We got to see. First of all, we gotta we gotta see when fucking COVID leaves, because at the end of the day, all we doing right now is just talking. You know what I mean, we, 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 we hope that there is an NFL season. We hope that it starts on time. We hope that these players are as safe as they can be. Um, but with that being said, in the mindset in the mindset that we do get back to normal in some uh, sometime in the near future, um, we just gotta see how it works. They gotta they gotta develop. They gotta go to go through spring ball. They gotta go through training camp. Uh, they gotta go through preseason, and then when that when that when that when that schedule finally comes and, and it's Sundays and we live on Sundays, then mm-hmm. you know what I mean. We gotta we gotta see, man. It, it's it's not all on them. It's, it's 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 a lot of it. Like I've been saying for me, it's on the organization, the way that we handle things, um, the way that we doing things. A lot of it is on the players that are already there. What does Alshon look like? What does Deshaun look like? What do you know what I mean? What is the mm-hmm. synergy? What is the what is the the chemistry? What is all that? You know I mean it's a lot of it's a lot of moving parts with the Eagles right now, and that's why that's the reason why I don't want to get too up or too down because it ain't just pure football. It's a lot that's going on with us. We're one of them soap opera teams right now. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I I, I I imagine this is what happens when you win a, when you win a championship within two years, and you know what I mean? Like you still hot topic, you still up there, so. It's a lot that we gotta do, man. Um, just want to see. I just want to see us win, man. I'm definitely excited for Darius Slay. I will say that. Um, definitely high on Darius Slay. I've definitely seen him uh, plenty of Sundays, just uh, breaking hearts out there. So I'm hoping he can do that for us. So I mean, that's where I'm at with it. Right. It's all theory, and with video games now, you're able to like create players and just take a look to see like what can be. So I get more hype now than I do during the regular season. That regular season, you know me, I, I keep my levels real low, right. real, real low, because you're not going to just have me all over the place with the, with the stupid stuff. So it's week in, week out for me. Um, the Darius Slay move, how will you address the need, man? We need a cornerback. He went and got a top 10 cornerback. All right. Um, again, like you said, it's just everything revolves around coaching. Everything revolves like how good are our coaches? If our coaches do half their job, then these players are going to show up halfway. If these players, if these coaches show up and do a, give these kids a hundred percent, these kids are going to respond with a hundred percent effort. Absolutely, it ain't it ain't no other way to break it down. 
Absolutely. Yeah, man. So that's the NFL report. That's the NFL wrap up. Um, yeah. Uh, sports in general is just it's just been light out here. We do have uh, the Last Dance has been playing. We've been having a lot of conversation around the Last Dance uh, moving into the NBA. Uh, moving What's the Last Dance, though? The Last Dance is a sports documentary that ESPN is putting on. Um, it is uh, centered around the 1997-98 Chicago Bulls team uh, who are two championships into their second three-peat and going for their last one. So it's just a, a bunch of the behind-the-scenes things that was going on. Uh, a lot of footage. There were cameras that actually followed them the whole season. And a lot of this footage uh, hasn't been released. Um, so it's an, it's an interesting documentary. It's, uh, ten, it's ten parts. They show two parts every Sunday. Mm-hmm. So they've shown parts one and two and three and four so far. And you said you've seen one and two, right? Seen one and two. Um, your take on it, because on the last episode of the four four four, me and uh, me and the councilman talked about it. So, uh, what's your take on it? Uh, from what I saw, I <clears throat> from what I saw, I just a more in depth look with Michael Jordan, his upbringing, who he who who he who he naturally is, and mm-hmm. what I think Michael Jordan was very fortunate being born in the, and being born in the time he was born and playing basketball in the area he played basketball right. because of if there was social media if we had if we had the ways and means to communicate and and view things and process things now i think that overall he wouldn't be heralded the way he's heralded right i don't think he ever would have transcended just off two episodes right um i i i, I like i think he was dry stitching on some of the players when he talked about the rum with the, the coke and the weed and like the the ladies, cause it's like, yo, come on, Mike. If you if if you don't think Mike wasn't busting no cheeks down as a young boy, come on, man. Come on, come on dog. You trying to paint this role like you wasn't in there? You probably didn't do no dope, but I'm pretty sure you was running with the ladies. Um, right. I like the in depth look with Jerry Krause because I had heard things about him as a kid, and I didn't understand that type of stuff. But that was always left, you know, that was always like left out of the the view of us as the consumer or the viewer right. and to see the episode about Scotty Pippen being critical and the contracts. And he, it was almost like Sam Hinkie, right. Sam Hinkie and Jerry Krause to me are the same type of individual where it's like, I was given full carte blanche to create something. Hinkie wasn't given the full Monty to, to create everything he wanted because he got in his own way. Jerry Krause was able to do it, but was trying to finesse everything and keep it, uh, uh, the, keep the books together and he was just I, I, you know he's not a likable person with the more information you get about him so so far i like the first two episodes you know if, if if you do your homework you know some things about michael jordan i'm more i would like to see more of that like who is michael jordan that type shit <laughs> you know what i'm saying that type shit so right. so far i give it it's a thumbs up for me i'm gonna i'm a i'm a unique person with those type of shows tone i can't watch the episodes when they come out, I'm a binge watcher, so I will sacrifice the month or three weeks. And then when you know when it's rainy, that perfect day when it's nothing to do, mm-hmm. pour up some makers, and I'm gonna sit here and watch this thing and get my own opinion. Right. So you know what you think or where are you at with it, Tom? Um, I'm good. I've seen. Um, I'm caught up. I'm seeing parts uh, all the way up to part four. Um, What's your uh, opinion or what you think? Um, I think it's good. I think. Uh, 
I mean, well, let me. I don't want to just come up and say I think it's good. I like, I, like I was saying to, uh, to Zeke, I like the way that it's actually shot. I like the simple fact that um, I like the the chronology, the, uh, the chronology that they're using mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. Uh, to to tell the story. I like how they start um, at the latest at the latest point, and then they move, they work their way back, they tie in everybody's story. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Right, like, right. I like that. Um, as far as the images and the information, it's a lot of what I've already seen. Um, when it's all over and said and done, I want to have a podcast. I'm going to start a conversation. I'm going to have a, a podcast episode, though, just about my thing is just the superhuman nature in which that they put Mike in. And I just understand where basketball needed to go. And now that it's like basketball is where it's, where it's at and where it needs to be, it's like nobody else can can ever have that superhuman story and I get that but I feel like you can you can debate Mike you can we can talk about Mike's career without the extras like I, I feel like facts it's always you know what I'm saying even in the way they depict it sometimes like they show I mean I know it's a Bulls documentary but they always show what Mike had his points at the end of the game they'll never show what the other person had and I know people say well second play it, it mattered like it mattered in the overall conversation when Mm-hmm. Mike got these defensive players and things like that, and I'm not saying that he's not deserving of it, or he doesn't, but people would like to debate these things. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you feel me? Like, so it's just that it's it's just that it's, it's no really objective way you can look at Mike. He's like a mythical character at this point, and that at the and that is just that's just yeah, that's just annoying at this point to me. But outside of that, I think it's a real good documentary. Um, I too enjoyed the parts about Jerry Krause. And them getting into that whole the relationship and dynamic that he had with the players, mm-hmm. and I often ask myself as I'm looking through these episodes, why is he wants to be so close to the players? Like you are the GM, like like you don't have to. You know what I mean, like you don't need a relationship with the players. Like he just wanted to be one of the guys so bad, and they just wouldn't accept him, and it's rightfully so because you're not out there running around and doing. Them, you know what I'm saying? Not only that, but sacrificing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, we understand when you put the team together and you get your respect for that, but you wanted to be. Yeah, you know I mean, in the guy. click, and it yeah, don't work like that, it bro. It don't work like that. It don't work. Like it don't. That. So, and it's definitely entertaining. It's definitely um, worth watching. It's definitely a definitely a, a great watch. Uh, I'll say that. Um, whatever side of it you're on, um, it's definitely a, a great watch. So, I, I've definitely been enjoying the last dance. Shout, shout out Sunday's to ESPN actually moving it up because remember it wasn't supposed to come out till like July, right? Well, August. Yeah. Well, I don't know if I'm so heavy to shout out ESPN for that. Um, Okay, <laughs> I'm just thinking for the quarantine. Nah, it's like, because Yo, I would like to see because I would like to see it all of its entirety, and I think that it was originally supposed to be coming out on Netflix. I do see that it says Netflix and ESPN. Right, so I think it, it says that as a partnership. Yeah, it was definitely was a partnership, but I think it was supposed to air on Netflix, and you know when stuff come out on Netflix, they give it to you all at once. But I right. think in lieu of the COVID and them not having any program, and that's why one they moved it up. And two, they're airing it on ESPN. But if you notice, they're airing it with the curse words and things of that nature. They are. Which so, is me, the damn so me being Netflix. A, a Netflix right. bull, and I like when you present uh, in a package, pause. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, you feel me? Like, I like, because I don't, I don't like to wait. Like, when you give me Ozark, I can watch it at my, you know what I mean? I don't have to wait every Sunday for okay. it to come on. So, you know what I mean? It's, uh, outside of that, though, I don't, I don't have any gripes with it. No doubt. I'm 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 gonna watch I'm gonna watch this. I'm gonna watch it. I saw the little part with Scotty Burrell. I mean I've 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 peeked and looked at certain snips and clippets and I'm just like, all this does is make me just realize Mike is a fucking asshole. 
But yeah, you know, he's, he's an asshole for he's sure. He's a whole man. asshole. Oh, totally sidebar. What I want people to pay attention to. See, I'm a weirdo, and I pay attention to like <laughs> off, off putting and like off camera shit. Yeah. So when Mike is sitting and talking, he has a cup full of some brown. Watch the cup fluctuate. <laughs> It'll go from being empty, full, middle, and I'm like, yo, Mike is fucking sauced doing this documentary. Yeah, nice. The thing about editing is you don't know at what part is which because they just just, just talking. And they edit in a lot too. So sometimes he might be full when he just fills up, or he might be full when they just started. Sometimes mm-hmm. he might have just so. But he definitely, you could tell by his eyes. Yo, he yo, that's, that's his crazy. Eyes be bloodshot. All he, he got those drinkers' time. eyes. My and grandpa always, had those eyes. Yeah, and he be hitting them them, them stogies all the time. Ugh. I Ugh. mean, I enjoy a good cigar. I do enjoy a good cigar with some bourbon. But like, he looks like he might smoke four or five of them things a day. Right, it's too much. Yeah, so we coming up on 90 minutes, man. Um, we're going to wrap uh, this thing up soon. Uh, what, what have been some of your, outside of you alluded to running earlier, just for the listeners out there, what have been some of your um, quarantine remedies just to stay busy, just to stay active? What you been doing over there, bro? Uh, perfectly, be perfectly honest and transparent. I mean, we talked a little off, uh, off air. Um, I was caught up or just happy. This so for me working from home and staying with some people that was always kind of like my thing anyway. So this wasn't that big of a transition for me. Right. But what I caught myself doing was I was going to the liquor store like every couple days now, mm-hmm. and I would be eating like three, four, five, sometimes six meals a day. And I just caught myself. I just looked at myself. And it's like, yo, this ain't the move, bro. Like you're basically getting fattened up. To go outside and catch some shit once they say it because you know like you said we don't trust these motherfuckers tell us um i prayed and literally you know the juices just got going and it was like yo get up go move you gotta move the main thing about like depression and people i'm i'm reading i'm reading about these studies that people are saying they're more depressed with this because of social distancing the the that always alarms me because i feel like we're socially distancing, but we're socially connecting. The Zoom, the Zoom app, Google Conference, all these apps have been highlighted and people are using them. Right. You're spending more time talking with your family. Mm-hmm. You're spending more time uh, video conferencing with your loved one, things of that nature. So I think that, you know, ultimately this is just about like, yo, sit your ass down, figure out what the fuck you got to do around your house. Say some prayers and just you want to come out of this as a better self. So for me, it was literally like, yo, the gyms are closed. I can't get to a gym. What's the next best uh, uh, piece of workout I can do? Cardio. Right. I'm going to start. So basically, I'm um, intermittent fasting and I'm making sure I'm in a caloric deficit. So for me, like in order to lose weight and to get where I want to be, I have to eat about 22 to 2,500 calories a day. But what I'm doing is I'm purposely not eating for about. 19 hours and then i'll have five hours to eat as much as many uh calories as i can but in those 19 hours i'm going out for about an average of two mile one the most i've been able to get was six but i'm not running six miles i can run for about two and a half miles and i'll walk the rest but i'm burning about a thousand calories right so what you're doing is you're tricking your body uh i forgot the state you're in it's not anabolic i want to say it's ketosis Basically, you're tricking your body to think to, you're tricking your body to hold on the muscle and to break fat down. Right. So I understand how that works and what works for me. 
Don't take this as just, oh, this works for everybody. You have to understand your body. If you're an endomorph, a necromorph, and other things, a lot of science that goes into it. And once you figure that part out, you, you have to stick with a diet and just motion. Right. And for me, it's just, yo, getting out sun. It's something about being out in the sun, bro. Like, once that sun hits you, it's like, yeah, cool. Um, I'm staying away from people. Yo, I'm so conscious of people, bro. Like, if I see somebody like a like a couple hundred yards ahead of me, right. my nigga, I cross the street. I'll run across the street. I'll give you the space. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know what I'm saying? Now, what I, now I'm going to sound a little ignorant here. I'm not running with a mask. I'm not walking around with no fucking mask on. Now, I haven't gone food shopping because my food, my actual intake of food has gone down. So, I'm not dogging food at like some crazy rate. Right. So, I'm good. And plus, you know, I have a homegirl. She's helping me out. Uh, I got 11 days to get my license back. You know, whatever. That's a whole other story. <laughs> she's helping me out with the taking me shopping, stuff like that. So, when I go in BJ's, I, you have to wear a mask. I'll wear it. But, like, that's it. Right. I'm just staying out the way, Tone. What's up with you? How are you getting through, man? I'm chilling, man. I'm over here with the fam. I'm definitely eating at an alarming rate. I'm definitely <laughs> getting it in. I just made Nashville hot chicken the other night. How was that? It was popping. It's you put honey weird. on it? What'd you my say? fat ass. You put any honey on that? You see my fat ass? I'm like, no, I shouldn't, bro. I tried Damn. to make the sauce, but I fucked the sauce up. That shit, was, you? That shit was way too hot. Put too much. Did you make it from scratch, or you? Yeah, um, I tried to. I tried to fucking make. The, I tried to make it from scratch. The batter was was, was lit though. The butter okay. with the hot sauce and all that shit was lit. The actual. Did you use jalapenos? What kind of peppers you grind down with that shit? Anything no, it wasn't no? no peppers or nothing like that. It was supposed to be like just a bunch of. It was like chili powder, cayenne pepper, and mm -hmm. shit like that. I think I put too much cayenne pepper in that joint. It was too hot. That'll, that'll run you around That's a little bit, shit. brother. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm going on round two. We're gonna try that again, but. Other than that, I've been doing? chilling. I've been getting outside. I've been making my runs around. I've been checking on my mom. I've been going to go check on King. Nice. Um, uh, yeah, man. Uh, just chilling. Just waiting it out. Um, what do you think? Explain. When do you think when we, we'll be off probation? I think it's going to be a minute, out. man. I think it's going to be a minute. I think it's going to be the middle of the... At least, no, no, it ain't going to be no earlier than the middle of the summer at this point if they're already saying that we're going to be on it till May. I think that might get extended to another 30 days, another 20, 30 days to like June 1st to June 15th. And then at that point, I think that, and I don't even know if it'll be ready to, but I just think that the economy can not can only take for so much, but they're going to have to open back up. They got to make a decision. But that second wave is going to be real. Come fall time. Yeah, when so y'all be drop. yeah, so y'all be safe, man, and just do your googles, man. Do your research. There's a lot of research out here for you to formulate your own opinion because they ain't giving us much right now. Yo. Mm -hmm. um, I know we a sports podcast. Hopefully, four 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 uh, is a is a media outlet that you trust, and uh, you know what I mean. We put certain information out there. Uh, like I, in the beginning of this episode, uh, we got a uh, the councilman on giving his uh, giving his COVID update. So you know what I mean. I'm having. Uh, uh, legible and legitimate people come and talk. You know what I mean? We we, we doing we're doing our due diligence over here, but you also have to do yours. You know what I mean? And make the best decision for you and your family. Uh, and not only that but the community and everybody else around you because that's what's really at stake. Uh, uh what's going on. And I mean just stay safe out there, stay active, man. Stay mentally safe. That's one thing that um uh me and the councilman talked about too. Not a lot of I don't think enough is being said about being mentally safe, I think. The fear factor of actually getting COVID, uh, the fear factor of actually losing job, the fear factor of actually losing money. I think those things are leading first, and we're not talking about the fear of the mental stress that those things bring. So, P 
people need to be trying their best to stay as mentally stable as they can out there. You know what I mean? Like you said, staying active, running, get you some of that sun. You know what I mean? Get you use some of these apps, use get some of these Zoom, talk to get in touch with some people. You know what I mean? That are not right there next to you. So those are the things that I've just been doing. You know what I mean, and I'm, I'm I finally found a nice app. Shout out to Clean Feet. Um, no dot, doubt. Dot net. Uh, uh, holding it down with this uh, remote pod, so I can get back to pod, and so that's what's keeping me mentally safe. You know what I mean? So we we back to business, Cliff. You know what I mean? Cooking, cooking, cooking. cooking. Yeah, man. There's something. Yeah, you you hit all the points, bro. I, I'm I'm I just think that this is a big pause for everybody, man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, th- oh, I just yeah. think that we were getting too caught up. Oh taking yeah. Taking selfies. <laughs> up, just with all the just all the minutiae and the bullshit a lot of I different just, think, just a lot of different ways it's just a different a definitely a pause a slowdown in a lot of different ways and i'm not and i'm not mad at it you know what i mean some days are, are, are better than others some days you just want to be outside i'm inching up on my birthday my birthday month is coming up so i understand the people who've had birthdays and i ain't doing nothing wild i do like the the, uh, the pull-up birthdays that people having like people just chilling on the steps and people just on driving the steps. up Yep, no doubt. I've seen that. Sliding out, leaving some gifts on the stuff. It's it's (laughs) weird, but you know, people making the best of what they can do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm not mad at any of it at all. That's all they can do, man. Yo, Mm -hmm. just keep your thoughts positive. Keep your thoughts positive. Get active. That's it. It, Yo, you don't got to have no fucking gym. If you're in your crib, if you have, like, yo, you can fill up, you can fill up. Literally, like, two buckets inside your crib with water, that's 20 pounds. You can do shoulder exercises. You can do push-ups. If you have cans of paint, you can bust out the ghetto workout moves. It's not about, like, trying to get ripped up. It's just trying to keep your head together and keep your body together. Exactly. Because, like I told you, I'm interested to see who's going to come out super super fluffy and, and who's going to come out super pregnant. Because right. it's going to be a lot of babies come November and December, bro. Right. So, a lot of youngins being born. It ain't going to be none of mine. <laughs> right, right. None of mine. Well, Cliff, I appreciate you as usual, man. We're going to be on next week to chop it up, talk about something. But, man, until then, you be safe out there. I highlight no you. No doubt. Me. So I appreciate you. It's the 444 Podcast. Do your Googles, you sons of bitches. <laughs>